speak French, a part of Synth Sweet 16 playlist here on Synth. Go check it out Sunday afternoons at 5pm. Uh, you're listening to Player One on Synth with Connor, Jay and Tom. Now, now Tom, how was PAX? Awesome. I was told I had to say that. Yeah, we had a whole team there, yeah. not just obviously like... Yeah, we had a f- bunch of us gamers. Gamers. <laughs> we had a capital G gamers. No, we're not capital G gamers. We had a bunch of us at PAX. So none of you guys were there. No. I couldn't make it. I was it. at Ocean Grove. I was uh, building a fence. That's how could you not make it? It was Melbourne International was Games Week, which is now done. Um, and it, so I was joined myself by Dem Eleni, uh, James, our illustrious uh, co-exec producer, and uh, B, who I was able to make it on Friday. We, well, we were in the convention hall. We did a lot of stuff. I, I it was... It was it was tiring. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, all three days. Oh my god, on my feet. The first day for all Melburnians who out there would know Friday was raining a lot. Yes. And I, it was uh, it was I was like, ooh, I found a nice car park next to the station. I thought, how come no one's taken this spot? This was so sweet. Uh, and I got out of my car and I stepped in a very deep puddle. <laughs> and my socks were wet for the entire day. Shout out. To every single booth except one at PAX for not having socks for sale. What? Yeah, there was no socks in the whole of PAX except for except one. Except for one? Except for one. What were they? Uh, they had a line that was closed almost all the time I went past. It was like, come back in half an hour. And I'm like, I'm working. I can't. <laughs> I need dry socks. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, give me the socks. Give me the socks, damn it. So some highlights for me, though. Uh, this is the first year I went to PAX where I thought, oh, actually, I love tabletops. And I, they had half of the convention center almost is dedicated to, that to like, so D&D cool. stuff, dice, books, <sighs> um, t- just playing tabletop games and, like, renting games you can do. You can sign up to play, like, a quick one-shot in this convention oh, center. Oh, that's so cool. Which is all these things I want to do. But uh, I was also, yeah. I was engrossed. Uh, I went and visited 65 indie titles in the the, the center, so 65 games around. Uh, and, I mean, I don't want to get into, I think I'll mention one highlight of the indie games. Yeah. Now, this is by no means to say anything worse of, uh, the majority of the games, but I'm going to mention this game because it's not Australian. Right. So there are a bunch of games that were Aussie there, most of them, but this game, Dredge, uh, I have to mention it because it involved the ocean. Oh, it yes. It involves Eldritch Horror. And that is literally like one of your favourite yeah, all time. Just, yeah, if you, if you you have the ocean, you have Eldritch Horror, you instantly you win my heart. I was squeeing. I was like, I, I, uh, 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 I don't know what to do. I was so nervous. <laughs> fanboying. Yeah, I was fanboying. And they're from New Zealand. Oh, well, that's... Okay. <laughs> when you said not from Australia, I got worried. Well, I was like, because an American after company. PAX, I, I met a, a whole heap of amazing people. Yeah. Uh, and I was doing interviews and stuff. And I had lapel mics. And it was great. It turns out the audio 
was not great. I, uh, I, I caught that on the Instagram. <laughs> yeah, so none of you guys are going to be able to hear that, sadly. Uh, but instead, what I did, I grabbed business cards. I'm like, hi, my name's Tom, 97, 90.7 FM, cinder.org.au. Uh, uh, and yeah. they're like, wow, that's so cool. Well, and they we, could be listening right now. Business cards. They could be right now. Hi, game developers. Hi, game devs. <laughs> you could have seen, you had the chance to meet people. me, but... Uh, I know we were we were busy, but that's I a shame know... on my end. I really want to meet all of you. Apparently, the, the Call of the Lamb devs were really awesome. Yeah, in fact, all the devs are really awesome. Everyone, like, of course, you go out and you present this piece of art that you've been working on. Yeah. For years, most of them, you think like, oh my god, you're so excited to talk about. It. A lot of people as well, though, as as tired or if not more than me, <laughs> especially. Yeah, they're a lot of the devs. all day too. Well, like, like Pax was for three days. But oh before Lord. that was GCAP, That's, oh, which also went for three days. So it would have been like a full... So GCAP was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday was setting up for PAX. Friday, Saturday, Sunday was PAX. And you so can imagine the, the overlap. Devs yeah. been like, I said the Melbourne devs would have been yeah. run ragged. The Cult of Lamb devs, massive monster, they were probably... Because they, as well, everyone knows Cult of Lamb now. Wildly successful. Uh, everyone at GCAP wants to hear them talk, so they would have had to do heaps of talks uh, yeah. about the game too and heaps of interviews then and then the actors and be like, oh my God, I want all these cool awards. Probably very exciting. But also <laughs> like, by the time you get home, you just, oh, I need to go to bed. Yeah. You go up and you have the whole speech and you get back to your table. And <laughs> there was, as well, there was some great esports showcases and some great brands showed up and did some stuff. I had, Lord of the I Rings a nice had shirt. A... Amazon Prime was there, yeah. Yeah. And, uh... What was it Hideo Kojima? Yeah, Hideo Kojima had like the only announcement. Of yeah, PAX. that's which is weird. I was totally expecting when I I remember we brought it up the Hideo Kojima mm-hmm. like thing, and and I was totally expecting that to be one of many announcements, but it turned out that was just the only one. Yeah, no, because PAX is Australian. Like PAX Australia, yeah. you don't get much announcements for all the stuff. It's, a, it's more of a game. convention than a showcase. You're here yeah. to see. You're here to see developers. Well, there's lots of nice. Um, presentations yeah you're here to see like uh panels and everything panels, like yeah. that so i wouldn't imagine that'd be like any like huge announcements like like that the hideo kojima apparently a pack mm. that's kind of cool it was weird there was a uh like a, a shadowy figure it was like when i was um, a like, transaction <laughs> there was a, like a yeah and then there was a qr code and it had the hideo kojima like studio logo and it said where are you or something like that or like are you lost or something and you scan it and it takes you to a page of an actress or something. And it's like, okay, I guess they're saying that they're in the game. Yeah, as I say, fair enough. Well, uh, did they have any celebrities show up? Like any yeah, heaps. Of... I mean, actually, I don't know. For me, yes. I know uh, Dem got to meet Hex, and they were super excited from, about from, that. From Good Game? Yeah. Yes. No way! I am yeah. slightly jealous of Eleni, because she got to meet a former UFC middleweight champion, Robert Whittaker, yes. who, no is, way. who is like the great... He's like... Eleni also got to meet... The voice actor for Junker Queen. Okay, this is an awesome lineup so far. This roster yeah. is amazing. But as well, you had uh, you had some YouTubers there as well. You yeah, had the like boys. The famous influencers and stuff, like regular people from like Aussie. It's, Misfits probably would have been there, right? Probably. Yeah, it seems like a. Misfits they were event there. Event the last one I went to. Like you had the you had the boys like Josh Dub, Mully, Nar- Narrator, Juicy, like nice. those guys there doing a panel. They they had their own separate panel. You know who they didn't have? Who? Luigi. No. He's off in his mansion. He's off in Luigi's mansion, guys, by Louis Zong. And this is a uh, song very close to my heart because I am in the top 0.5 or 0.5% 
of Louis Zong listeners on Spotify. Whoa, Louis Zong. Yeah, one of my favorite artists of all time makes very chill lo-fi beats off of video game sound effects. So this is their song from Luigi's Mansion. You're listening to Player One on Sin. And what you just heard was Out of My Hands by Piara with Tim Waitley. And before that um, was Louis Jean with uh, Luigi's Mansion intro. You're listening to Player One on Sin with Connor, Tom and Jay. Tom, from uh, one Aussie convention to another Aussie game, you know, it's, it's that time of the week. It's Aussie Classics. Woo! Hosted by myself. Uh, this week, you, 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 you hear me say this week, okay? Because next week, I think I'm going to be playing a multiplayer game, so I'm going to have to grab someone oh, 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 to play it with me. You can't see I'm Millie Rockin'. Oh, he's, he's Millie Rockin'. Guys, this week, I'm talking about a mobile game. Oh. And it's true, mobile games do exist. They're mobile gamers, they're real. I, I don't appreciate they mobile games slander. Big. No, there are some pretty big. No, there are some, like, Wild Rift, PUBG. This they're true. all yeah, huge yeah, yeah. mobile Fallout games. Shelter, pretty yeah. good game. Fallout like, Shelter. that's what I'm saying, mobile um, games are big now. Yeah, I love mobile games. I always have. I've been a huge mobile game fan. Especially because I'm like, they're like, oh, you can take the Switch anywhere. Uh, <laughs> I have to carry it around. i got to charge it. i got to remember charge yeah. it. i got to look like an idiot in public. Okay. I already no do offense. bring my phone everywhere. Yeah, I already do bring my phone everywhere. But that's also, a, a requirement. But also as well, you know, you get xCloud now. That's a good feature for Xbox Game Pass on your phone. You can... You can do xCloud on your phone? Yeah. You know what? Actually, that makes total sense. Sorry. <laughs> Bit of a segue. I've been playing xCloud with Jay. Uh, we've been playing Grounded, and I've been playing it on my laptop that is right in front of me. Uh, and... I've been like, oh, I can't use a keyboard controls, so I've been like touch screen playing. <laughs> no way, were you touch? Not, not all the time. Sometimes oh, no, I'm playing no, no, a controller in. I because... did play Hades with touch screen. That was an interesting experience. It is a bit. It, uh, and the X Cloud, the delay is great. I think it's not it's bad at all. It's um, pretty good. Anyway, speaking of great games, guys, this week I'm talking about Necograms. So it's a mobile game about moving cats and moving cushions so that the cats Can fall sleep. asleep. It's, it's like, like a sleep. cat cafe. Yeah, so it reminds me, this game, by the way, is by Hungry Sky. Uh, they're from Western Australia. Nice. Uh, and it's just recently come out. It is 120 levels. So far, I've made it through about 35 of them. It's a nice. bit challenging already. It is. Um, Jay, I got you to play it before yeah. we went in. I, I did that thing I always do where I hopped straight into the deep end without looking or thinking first. And uh, it was really hard. I had no... I was like, it, it's only 29 levels of difference. How can it go from, like, so obvious what to do to I have no idea what to do so quickly? So you didn't beat any of the levels I put in front of you outside of, like, the tutorial the, the, levels. The, the tutorial levels, yeah. Um, the tutorials. But what do you think of the, the art? Oh, I love that sort of... I, I love, um... What's it? Donut County? The whole county game? I love uh, uh, Animal Crossing. I love small, chibi cats I, I i think and the music was the music so, cute. so cute i i just i love cute games that like you can just sit down and just play and the entire time you're like your joy meter's filling up <laughs> this was such a cute game and i remember this game necograms was at pax nice they were showing on a really giant phone <laughs> yeah, they had some ipads um that's what, that's what giant phones are they're ipads <laughs> <laughs> that's true you used to be able to put sim cards on ipads guys wait really yeah in the earlier models uh anyway um there are 15 different cat breeds in this game that's so cute and calico can, i don't know cat breeds oh calico's probably. the one that's like really it's like it's like a bunch of different colors i think so yeah yes yeah, there was also like a tiger, I think, at one point I saw. Oh, it's cute! You can have them so they have different accessories on them. They just appear with like 
bread around the head. Oh, was that what you had on? Well, they just one they of them just had bread. I thought it was generated, like, a, so like the bread face. You remember when people used to do that with their yeah, cats? Yeah, I thought it was like I thought it was a, an ability. I was like, oh, this one is bread. Maybe it, Maybe it, it does, does something. Yeah. yeah. So cats in the game go left to right, and the pillows go up and down. And the way to describe the gameplay, I would say, because uh, we, we can talk about it, it really is so adorable. It yeah, bejeweled. I think it reminds me mostly of like those wooden puzzle games or like that's what I was thinking we have to you get have one to of get the pieces one out. all the way out yeah. you have to move in the, the slots and the I, I describe it as the, the Pokemon Ice Gym is how I thought of it yeah so like I think having to move the cats uh, that they have that restriction but only uh, left to right and the pillow is yeah. up and down it adds a lot more complexity it was to the puzzle. so hard there's so many times like this is impossible there is no way for me to get this cat up to where it needs to go <laughs> Or like, or left because I can't move it left. 120 I levels too. I can't wait levels. to get through it all. Uh, it is a paid mobile game. You can find it on the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. And I oh know I just really loved it. Especially okay. Before we get into the next song, I I really loved how every time you beat a level, there's like a little tune that plays in it. That, first, yeah, I I'm heard like, it. Oh, it's it's gonna drive me nuts. Yeah. I'm like, it's gonna drive me nuts, and it hasn't. It hasn't. No, it hasn't. I was I sitting so in the room excited. when you were playing, and I was looking at memes, and every two seconds, just like the do 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 do, like they play, and I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> but I imagine like so many, like a hundred and how many levels? One hundred and twenty. One hundred and twenty. That's got to be like a really big like grind. That's got to be like a, a jet yeah. grind. You guys are gonna say I'm gonna have thumbs of a god. Yeah. By the time I finish this game, but I'll be playing it still, guys. While we're listening to the Jet, Jet Grind Radio <laughs> soundtrack, uh, Sneak Man, is that what it's called? Sneak Man, yeah, this is the one that I said, uh, I've never heard this song before, and then I heard that and went, oh, I've heard this a million times, very popular song. Uh, Jet Grind Radio soundtrack, Sneak Man, you're listening to Player One. The song on you Sin. just heard was UK Lollipop by Lucci, uh, you're listening to Player One on Sin, that song was from the Sin Sweet, Sin, the Sin Sweet 16 <laughs> playlist. <laughs> God damn. And you can see that in the Sunday Sweets, obviously every Sunday at the end of the week. Uh, This break, we are talking about... Are we doing the same for games we hate and that... We're doing both. Games we hate that people that everyone else seems to love and games we love that everyone else That's right. So games you enjoyed that the the community just didn't... There's a lot of those. I think there's a lot of games that people go, I didn't mind it. And then people are like, that game's bad. I was like, but it was just fun. but, But games you hate that everyone else liked... Uh, that's also that's a little rocky. I feel like that's more of a territory where it's like if a game's good, it's good. Oh, maybe. Mm. Uh, anyone got one? Well, Jay, uh, yeah, I was about to ask. Since you don't have any that you you feel you didn't like, you didn't like that other people did like. What about a game you did like that people didn't like? I've I've got I've got one for both. So okay. a game I enjoy that no one else does is unfortunately. See, I have to say unfortunately because everyone doesn't like it. Is League? It's I'm I'm not addicted to it. I literally play it whenever I want fun. Like, whenever, I, whenever I'm like, you know what, I want some fun. I go open a league game. I'm an amazing thresh support. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I literally but have even, so much fun because I go, like, 0, 0 and 50. Even like, most League of Legends players who, lo- who play the game a yeah, lot yeah. don't like it. But I, I don't, that's what I'm saying. Like, I love it. I always hop on there for a little bit of fun. Whenever I'm like, what's a game that's chill? So just say chill? a little bit of fun. Yeah, well, this more, more than a little fun. bit. I'll, I'll have a more sort of fun ride. Games. Exactly. When I, what are you doing here, man? <laughs> <laughs> no, whenever, whenever I want to chill, whenever I want to sit down and listen to Spotify, I uh, I open League and I just play like some League and I just listen to music in the background and just pop off. 
But on the other end of things, uh, a game I hated that no one else hated. That 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 has changed. Obviously, the, everyone hates the game now. But when it was when it was announced, when the trailers were dropped, when things were leaked, when the when the developers ma- even made a post about it, everyone was like, "Oh my god, Cyberpunk is going to be so nah. good!" And I just sat there like, "Man, it just looks like it's going to be kind of mid." And everyone was like, "No, it looks like it's going to be good." And something about it just kind of made my brain like, mm. Mm. "Same with No Man's Sky." Everyone was really hyped for No Man's Sky. And then before, like, all the issues came out when people were like, oh, yeah, it's been delayed. Like, before all that, I just kind of went like, I don't know. It looks all right, I guess. It doesn't. It looks like it's just going to be the same thing over and over again. And that now it's fixed, obviously. And, uh, but with... with, with well, it's because that's, yeah, like... Cyberpunk, I, I, I was no. talking about... That was my game that I don't like that everyone else likes. Uh, everyone else likes. Obviously not. You just ruined my bit. So the Cyberpunk, no one likes it. Because you also like... You don't like it. Um, yeah. Because when it came out, it was buggy it. and stuff. Uh, but a lot of people still liked it. The story, mostly. Uh, the gameplay, some people, I think, really enjoyed it. I don't know about you, Connor, if you've played it. I've never played Cyberpunk. I didn't like it. Okay, the game, notoriously, <laughs> I played thirty hours. I played three hours, it crashed 30 times. Okay? I did have a tracker for it, and I just gave up after the 30th crash. Did you see... Everyone was talking about how amazing the story is, because there's an ability in the game where you can see if someone has seen you, or if someone has noticed you. It's like... It's like detective mode, where if someone's highlighted red, they know you're there. Okay. And in one of the cutscenes, one of the mob bosses is glowing red, if you have that thing activated. And it's like, oh my god, he could see you the whole time, even though you were stealthing, and no one else can. And then the developer's like, no, that was a bug, and they removed it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that was... Like, I saw it, and I was like, but that was cool. (laughs) I look, yeah, Cyberpunk, I don't know, I just didn't like it. The gameplay, too. It was buggy, it was bad. Even though it's not buggy now, potentially. Yeah, potentially, yeah. I don't, I still don't like the gameplay. I and, still don't like it. And the it's bugs that were released were just so bad. Yeah, I've like, oh, someone mentioned the bug, the and I'm like, car, how did that get the, the through? The reversing thing where I couldn't drive one way in a parking lot. I just don't understand no, how that. Even do you see existed. that there's there's a graffiti on the wall now that they they put on the wall because NPCs used to walk through that wall constantly. Like an NPC would walk up to it and they would just go. And it was something to do with the pathing of the NPCs. And so now they fixed it, and in its place there's a little like graffiti like as a nod to it. And I'm like. What do you mean? An, why was that a thing? Why did you have NPC? Why did you have a, a wall that NPCs could just go through? So a game I enjoyed that no one else did. Okay, guys, uh, and I've been yelled at about this at Play One by Play One staff. They yell at me constantly. Yeah, I yell guys. you every day. Yeah. Fallout seventy six. On I don't release. Mind it. You made me play it. On you release. Don't mind it. Yeah. You know what? I I don't hate you. I, I don't hate you for I that. I put about two hundred hours into Fallout seventy six on release. I pre-ordered it oh. exclusively for the pre-download. I pre-ordered it. An hour before it released, <laughs> just pre-downloaded. So you could it. play it early. No, so that it was downloaded. Oh, so it's actually for downloaded. Me. Okay. Yeah, it was just like okay, I just saw it's ready, well, and then I played it on release. I want to get. Oh. I really want to get his opinion on the Internet Historian's video. Have you seen it? No. The fall of '76, and it's about how the Fallout '76 was a flop. It, I want to see like it, well, was, it was a flop. It was a flop, and, and it wasn't I, what most people wanted out of a game. And it it could be better, and it has become better. Like I just, I most games it. end up becoming better. We've ragged yeah. on Fallout 76 forever, but Anders Bullet won our prestigious Michael Transactions Award for the yeah. worst Michael Transactions of Fallout first. But, yeah. um, you know, it, it recovered. I've played it, and I do quite enjoy it. Nice. Um, I'm going to hit one. I'm going to hit one here. Well, I've got Go I've got us. plenty. So one game that I really enjoy, but no one else uh, seems to enjoy, Crash Bash. I Crash think, Bash. I think Crash Bash is actually re- it, it's so really good. So this is the good. DS one or no no no, no this, Crash is, this is the PS one. Okay, so I actually really <laughs> enjoy this too. So 
when I before I joined the show, Jay told me about the running joke about Crash Boom Bang. Well, oh, Jazz Marlon, oh, yeah, God. Crash Boom Bang. Well, I love Crash Boom Bang. I love Crash Bash. I played it as a kid. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I never had Mario Party. So for yeah. me, I was like, wow. So that was your Mario Party. That was party. my party game. Yeah. That's actually kind of cool. I was tossing up between that and the original Rage, which came out in 2011, which I thought Rage was really good, despite the ending. Um, one game that I hate and everybody loves, I am so sorry that I'm going to have to say this, um, Super Mario 64 sucks. Oh, that's no. You can. Name I mean, it. I, don't, I can't I've, stand it. I've never been able to finish it, or really. That's, right, even that start I was, it. that's what I was going to say. It's hard to get into for people who weren't raised in that era. Exactly. And that yeah. is why. Because I think it's so. I mean, game design wise, the levels are good. Yeah. Um, but I think just in terms of gameplay, it's like it's pretty bog standard because it set the standard. I found what? it was the same with Benja Kazooie. I, I had a, I had trouble playing it because I'm so used to all these games that like hyperfixate on making you constantly like do something like like all of this flashing lights on screen like Overwatch Overwatch is just and Banjo Kazooie is just like no chill out explore this world I and guess for me obviously growing up as a Crash Bandicoot fan and not really diving into Mario until much later in life yeah. Um, I didn't like the control. I did. I didn't like the movement. I didn't like the movement with the analog stick. It didn't feel comfortable, and it didn't feel right. Mm. It felt like I was trying to drive a semi trailer, trying to turn Mario in a precise angle. Um, I just didn't like the mission based structure with each of the trying to get each of the stars with like okay. different objectives. I. Like with Crash Bandicoot, I prefer a much more straightforward experience where I can just bit blitz through a level. Super Mario 64, I found to be very boring because for the most part, I don't like having to repeat levels. And this has a lot of repetition to it with going into different parts of the level. Didn't like it at all. At least with Crash Bandicoot, you have that option of the time trials. So it wasn't good. I hate it. You know what they say. Oh, God. Yeah, what do they say? What do they say? It ain't nothing like a funky beat. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. It's all it in caps. Nothing, yeah, it's all ain't caps. nothing like a funky ain't beat. Like funky beat. By Hideki Naganuma. Yep. Had a Lethal League original soundtrack. Guys, did you know that you're on Player One? And where could they find Player One? On Sin. Hello and welcome back to Player One on Sin. Guys, the song you just heard was From the Hill by Nation of Language. And after, before that, sorry, was Ain't Nothing Like a Funky Beat by Hideki Naganuma, part of the Lethal League original soundtrack. Guys, coming up next, we have Dreamcatcher Night Mix from Robotaki uh, and Miko, a part of the Forza 5, Forza Horizon 5. That's a different game. They're different games. Forza Horizon, Forza, or just Forza, different games. Anyway, sorry, getting distracted. That's coming up next. And after that is Did It Again by Teebs and Panda Bear. Guys, you're listening to Player One. On Sin. And the song you just heard was Did It Again by Teebs and Panda Bear. And it's the top of the hour. It is currently 11 past 10 here at Player One on Sin. My name is Jay. I'm one of your hosts for the day. And so I am here just kind of giving you the rundown for what we got for the rest of the show. But before that, if you enjoy what you're listening to and you like what you're hearing, you can check us out at the socials to get even more Player One content. That's at Player One Sin on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Player One on YouTube, and Player One on Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And it's one spelt out. O-N-E, not the letter. 
Not the n- number. Uh, after this, we've got you know we've got our wish list for what we want for the next year, twenty twenty three, all the games of uh, of Tomorrowland. Uh, we've got the quiz being hosted by Connor, and uh, then obviously we've got some awesome video game music and some music from the Sweet Sixteen. If you want to check that out, that's on uh, Sin. It's also on Spotify. And also, if you like the music you're hearing for the show and you want to listen back to it, or if you're listening to the podcast and you're like, "Ooh, I want to listen along with them," we upload all the playlists for the episodes on YouTube, so you can check those out there. It's really good. It's really awesome. It was a really great idea by our, our beautiful, illustrious EPs. Um, but before we get too far into things, uh, we sometimes hit uh, some sore notes and we sometimes focus on some really serious things. And if you are struggling with anything, or if you uh, need anyone to reach out to, you can reach out to the following numbers, which is Beyond Blue at one 224 636 Kids Helpline at one 55 1800 and Q Life Helpline at one 184 527 Make sure to check out the websites as well. They have lots of good content on there to help you out. Uh, coming up next is Anarchy Rainbow Live in 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 my in, in quotation marks. Deep cut from Splatoon 3 Nintendo Live. And after that is Big Girls Pricey. You're listening to Player One on Sin. The song you just heard was Big Girls. And they do need some love too. Thank you. Bye, Pricey. Guys, you're here on Player One on Sin. If you weren't on Player One on Sin, you might be on sin.org.au where you'd be able to find a playlist with all the songs just like that one. It's part of the sweet Sunday Sweets. Ah, I'm getting tongue-tied. I'm just getting so excited. Okay, Connor, I'm going to confess something to you right now. Okay, what? Uh, I was on the weekend, I was playing Dungeons and Dragons, fifth edition, and uh, a little video game company decided they wanted to make this into a game. They call it Baldur's Gate 3. And it's currently been out in early access for far too long, I That's say. That's true, it is. Yeah. Uh, actually, um, it's I think it might, need a little, it might need some more cooking. But However, they think it's going to come out in 2023. So I thought, oh, okay, I'll slap that on my wish list. But really, I don't think it'll be out in 2023. Maybe 2024. But what about some other games I might be interested in 2023? And what about the rest of you guys? We're nearly into 2023. Yeah, we're pretty close. Yeah. There's some of 2022 that is further away from us than 2023. Uh, I've got one, so I'll I'll just knock it off. Hogwarts Legacy comes out February 10th, uh, 2023. And I've been so hyped for it. I'm a really big lover of all things magical. I love fantasy. I love high fantasy specifically, which is what uh, a lot of Hogwarts is. Mm. Um, and I just love the, the... We've never had a game like this ever for for the Hogwarts like universe. All the, the Harry Potter games are like, ah, use a touchpad to draw a symbol or do this or do that. But this one is like, roll, dodge. Like it, it's like it's like Dark Souls like controls, but you're you're in Hogwarts and you're casting magic with a wand, and I just love the idea of like there's also like you can go down different routes, so you can study the the curses which are like forbidden, and you're, and as soon as the moment you utter one of the curses, you become a like like you're just supposed to like you're already corrupted. That's it. It's done. You're unredeemable, and um. That's just so cool! Like, that's just so cool! Oh, I'm really, I'm really hyped for this game. I hope it doesn't flop. It, 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 I think it might. I think it might. But you'll, hopefully, you'll, it hopefully it's a good game. Yeah, it'll be one of those ones that I like that everyone else hates. <laughs> I've got a long list of things. Oh, you go ahead because I've also got a long list as well. Okay, so we can, maybe we can check them off together. Okay. Okay. Uh, starting off immediately, coming out in January for the PlayStation Five, Forspoken. 
I have heard about this. I'm thinking more like fantasy of what we think, what we want on our 2023 wish list. Like something that hasn't been announced yet. Oh, That's what I'm thinking when I think wish list. Okay. How about you go first? Okay. Because I got to, yeah, so we're, we're different. Yeah, we're going different wavelengths. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think starting off with, because I'm a big horror fan, mm-hmm. I'm really hoping that we get something Silent Hill related. That's a um, good Something pick. like a game, because Lord knows it's been rumored forever. Everyone's been like, Konami's working on a game. First, I don't want Konami working on games because you know what Konami makes? Crap. Because um, Konami is Konami and Konami is the worst. Uh, true. Famous they make quote. good pinko machines, apparently. Yes, they do. <laughs> don't say that. Um, how dare you. Um, but if I'm going to think of other games that I really hope potentially get announced um, and do come out in 2023, there has been, for the past two years, there has been a rumour of a brand new Crash Bandicoot party game coming out, so which is Crash we Bandicoot Worlds. Yeah. yeah, we were talking about this, yeah. So, uh, before the show, there was, uh, a, I think there was a developer who hinted at they're making one, and it was called uh, Crash Wampa Worlds. Wampa yeah, something like that. Announced. A Wampa League, I believe it was Wampa called. League, Wampa League. Announced League. At, uh, yeah. game the Game Awards. Awards. The game Awards. Yes, so... so Fingers crossed, maybe getting getting something there. I did there. intentionally leave it out of the news because I thought this is gonna this is rumors. It, it's rumor and innuendo, but this is why it's on my fantasy list. Yeah. Um, my third wish list. I I hope that we get a full release date for Hellblade Two: Senua's Saga. I have been hyped for that game since the day it was announced. Nice. Back in 2019. So it's it's half the reason why I bought an Xbox Series S. So I'm like, I, I really want this to come out. I'm excited for it to come out, and I hope it's next year. What about this? So I was saying, what's taking so long? Is it just like a... It, it's it's going to be a beefy game. It's an game. It's not in development hell. It's just... No. Uh, uh, Ninja Theory is um, a Microsoft-owned company, Yeah. but... I think because of the scope of the game, because Hellblade Center was sacrificed, did take a long time to finish. Yeah. Um. So I have a feeling it's going to be like that. But also, you're working with next gen hardware. This was like the first game yeah. announced on the Xbox Series X. Um. But finally, my final wish list is a brand new Doom game, Fantastic. and I want to we come up. It. We knew it. I want to come up with a title for it. I ah. hope that it is called uh, Doom Annihilation, and I hope my. I'm actually really hoping that they go for a more survival horror style a la Doom 3. I, I, I don't... want maybe Doom Descent. I think Doom the, Descent. I think it. Doom uh, Infinity War and, <laughs> half, and everyone dies. All right, Tom, what you got on your <laughs> wish list? All the demons die. Okay, I'm going to go through some games. Starfield. Yeah, I'm excited for Super it. Super excited for Starfield. Uh, yeah. Fans of Morrowind would like to probably hear that Todd Howard says that Morrowind was the most excited for a game he was ever. That actually is really and, cool. And um, RPG fans call Morrowind like the greatest Morrowind. RPG to exist on PC. And Todd Howard has since said that Starfield is the game that he's the most excited about since Morrowind. No way! So, I thought your wish list was a Morrowind remake. No, 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 no. Todd Howard's actually said that he doesn't ever want to make a remake of that. Nice. Um, just go play. Go play Morrowind. It's on it's, Game Pass. It's it on. Is. Uh, it's uh, yeah. It, it is. It's great, and you should also mod it. Uh, not heavily. <laughs> anyway, not the point. Uh, I'm excited for, uh, like I said before, for Spoken. I'm excited for Dead Island Two. That's right. I always, I always thought Dead Island announced. Two existed, but it's not. It's Dead Island Riptide, which isn't two. That's Kerbal <laughs> Space Program Two. 
Yeah, that's, yep. that's been a long while. Uh, the Lies of P, which is a Pinocchio kind of like Bloodborne, a Souls-like game. That which, looks really cool. Yeah. I do think it looks we really cool. We have the new Minecraft uh, RTS, Minecraft Legends. Right, Stalker yeah. 2. Ah, yes, I've been looking forward to that one. I am, yeah, I'm super excited for that. Uh, I'm getting Metro. I, I really want a game that's similar to Metro as well. Uh, that that's, that uh, feels very close to Metro for me. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Ah, yes. Yeah, I'm very, very excited for that. And as well, Under the Waves, which is a, it's an underwater psychological horror game. Ooh. You know me, the ocean. That's, that's kind of freaky. Yeah, I mean, I like, I like, I like freaky stuff. Freaky it, Tom, that's what it, they say, that's what they call me. Is it like similar to Subnautica where it's like an open world kind of thing, or is it a very like... It's kind of, uh, I don't have enough to don't have enough info? give it justice okay. on me. Yeah, that's it's, as, it's out there. Contact the devs, hit them up on Twitter, be like, player one misquoted your game. <laughs> <laughs> and then they can like totally come on the show to argue us. Yeah, uh, and then give us a review copy uh, uh, and uh, high five me. Uh, and high five and me. And, and, uh, and autograph science, my chest. Yeah, say, oh, damn it, <laughs> you in my brain and your things and jokes. Connor, before we get into the next song, what next part of the show is coming up? Well, I'm going to be running a good old little quizzy quizzy. I'm very excited about that. Quiz, I picked this song, Rally the Heroes. Overwatch original soundtrack. This is one that plays at the very kind of end of the game where it's getting intense. So guys, get hyped. The quiz get is hyped. Up. We're getting to the end of player one for this episode here. On, on sin. And what you just heard was all of human knowledge made us dumb by Sophie Izala. Part of Sin's Sweet 16 playlist here. Go check it out. Sunday Sweets every 5 p.m. You're listening to Player One on Sin with Connor, Tom and Jay. Now, uh, gentlemen, it is the big quizzy. And uh, I've got eight questions for you two. Now, oh, eight? You, yeah, yeah. So four each round. Yes. And we, we all know how this goes. I say the question. You buzz in with your names. If you get it right, you get it right. If you don't, well, tough luck. Um, can I just get a quick check of buzzers? Tom. Yay. All right, fantastic. We're going to dive right into this. So I'm taking you down, little man. <laughs> All right, I love this. I love the enthusiasm. But question the one. Persona on. Yeah. What was the best-selling PS1 game in Japan? Tom. Tom. Uh, it was Final Fantasy, the the one where Cloud is a buster sword. I'm, I'm going to need to Four. Tom, you're incorrect. Jay. Final Fantasy VII. Yes, absolutely. Final Boy, Fantasy VII. Seven straight. By you're going down. Already. There was seven already. You're going down. I knew the one. I knew the one. It's oh. the one they remade recently. Yes. Yeah, seven. It's the big ah. one. The big one. Sephiroth, the man. Yeah. Question two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Question two. True or false? There is a special edition PS1 which also doubles as a development Jay. kit. Jay. True. Okay, Tom. True. Yeah, you're both correct. Well, um, there is yeah. a PlayStation. There is a special edition PlayStation One that doubled as a development kit, which, if you could make your own games, but also could be featured in PlayStation One demo discs. Oh. The the console was called, um, or the program was called Net Rose. Nice. It came in a matte black. PS1, which was A, region-free. That actually sounds um, really nice. And also, um, you came with a bunch of manuals so that you could actually make your own games. And now we have Dream. Wow. The, the app that we have. Yeah, yeah, now, now look how far <laughs> it's come. Dream face reveal. Going on to uh, Net Rose, one of the more prominent uh, developers that came out of it, uh, Mitsu, uh, Mitsuru Kamiyama, um, who made a game in Net Rose called Terra Incognita, yes. um, 
was a programmer in which Final Fantasy game? Tom. Tom. Final Fantasy VII, the remake. Okay, Jay? (laughs) Jay, Final Fantasy XIII. Uh, Both of you are incorrect. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Uh, So, think about it. There was... Okay, I remember in 2017, I checked how many Final Fantasy games had come out. A lot. There's a lot. 99 had come out. There's a lot. By 2017, okay. 13 was the one I remembered. It was a good one. But, um, yeah. So... Like, here's the thing. Net Eurose, it was actually kind of a cool program. Some yeah. prominent developers came from it. So, hey, This has been we educational. Yeah. It's I'm now, learning so much. I'm So, <laughs> I was just, okay. Question Tom, four. can I guess the theme? Sure. There's no theme, right? Sure, go for it, Tom. It's uh, Final Fantasy. No. On the PlayStation 1. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, currently... Cool. That helps. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> so, currently, Jay, you are on two. Tom, you're on one. Yep. Now, question four. Out of the last 10 games to be released commercially on the PlayStation 1, how many of them were sports games? Tom. Tom. Of the last 10? Yep. Eight. Okay, Jay. 10. Tom, I'm going to give you this one because you were closest to the answer. Yeah, um, six. It was four. Yeah, uh, I do remember three. I was going to guess so six. Three like, of them were soccer games. Yeah, that's how I remember that part. one of them was an NFL game. I thought it was oh. going to be a funny thing where it was like all of them. So I was like, ten. <laughs> so much confidence in Moxie. There were two of them that were dance like dance games. That's, that's a sport. And then the... Fight me right now. <laughs> the last one was uh, a port of a Sega Genesis game, Strider. So fun, nice. fa- so fun facts there. But that's that's it. Both of you, tied to a piece. We're off to a great start. Wow. And we're going to be jumping into our next song, which is Late Night Boss Fight um, from the mega hit intro. From May Yeah, it's supposed to get you hyped. Yeah, yeah. for the quiz, guys. Yeah, get, quiz. get hyped. Make sure to come Jane back. we got more quiz after this. Like, Doing wrestling like yeah, we keep doing like these poses, each other. like ring fight poses. <laughs> Choose your character poses. Late night boss fight. Yeah, on player one. On sin. And what you just heard was Alucara Viewfarkatore by Karun Gbin. I think I put an effort into that one, and that was from Sin's Sweet Sixteen playlist. Go check it out. Sunday sweets every Sunday afternoon. Jay, you don't need to flex He's in the corner. Me up. He's really putting the pressure on for this He's quiz. Sizing me up. I'm so like it's, scared. It's getting tight because now it's <laughs> he t- just it's, threw a chair across the room. It's two points apiece, guys. This is getting real intense here. We're, Coming for you. We're halfway through the quiz. We've got more to come. Question five, everybody. Let's, do this. let's go. Let's go. Which soft drink brand created a mascot to appear Jay. in... Yep. Pepsi. That is correct. Pepsi Man! Yeah, Pepsi Man. Here he goes. <laughs> D-Generation D- X crotch it was chopping. D-Generation X! Yeah, D-Generation X crotch chopping. Uh, Sean Waltman slash X-Pac would be proud. Um, question six. <laughs> He's really sizing me up. He's really. I'm in the corner feeling caught up in a ball. Don't worry, Tom. You can you can you can prove him wrong. Question six: What was the most successful horror game on the PlayStation? Jay. Jay, I heard you first. Resident Evil. Okay, Tom. Oh, I guess I gotta go. Wait, wait. Most popular franchise. Game. 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 So you could is game. So it could be one of the other ones. It's fucking Resident Evil. Oh, Silent Hill. You're both wrong. Oh! 
Resident Evil 2! I knew, I was, okay, that's what yeah. I was hoping you would say. Oh, I was point. hoping you would that's say that. I, I was just, I was pretty sure. You, you, know, were, you were shocked. I was shocked. Yes. <laughs> he was still I was Tom, Tom, you can still claw back yeah, for the yeah. win. It's still 3-2. It is close. Now, this is a two-parter. Okay. There's okay. two points up on the line. What is the worst PS1 game according to Metacritic, knowing wow. that Metacritic was, I believe, um, it only dates back to 1998. So it doesn't go to games before 1998. Correct. Additionally, what was the score of the worst oh game? Oh, gosh. So it, even if you get one wrong, you may potentially at least potentially walk away with... Someone will walk away with a point. This All is right, hard. Right. Jay. Okay, Jay, Jay, what you got? Ahead. Oh, uh, you know what? Just because it's a really funny meme, uh, I'll go Deadly Premonition. And I said, uh, on the PlayStation 1. PlayStation 1. Oh, my God. I don't know. Um, is Ape Escape on the PlayStation 1? Yes, but that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Worst rated game. Uh, I'll say uh, E.T. Okay. Extraterrestrial. came out on the Atari. It came out on the Atari? It didn't... Yeah, there, we there interviewed is t- how it's got Warshaw. The, there is. Got, I never there, played there your dumb game. I never played on, your, your terrible it. game. There is technically a E.T. game on the PlayStation 1. Well, I'll say E.T. on the PlayStation 1, and I'll say the rating was negative 2. Negative 2. Okay, <laughs> Tom. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Bubsy 3D. Okay. Uh, with a score of 35. Okay. Um, in terms of the game itself, both of you were far from the answer. The game was actually called uh, Dra- <laughs> Dragon Ball Z <laughs> Ultimate 22 Battle. No way, really? Okay, what about and score? score, Tom, you walk away with the point with this one. You were closest. <laughs> Meta score was twenty five out I of a hundred. Two was pretty close. So it could have been closer the, than me if you got yeah. If so you went now, higher, it's, yeah. It's three apiece, so we're getting pretty close. We are, we are. But I, okay. What was the worst game on the PS One featuring a feline? Jay. Tom. Jay, what you? I heard you first. I did hear you first. This is. A, I bet this is a trick question. I bet it's not. I'll say Bubsy 3D. Okay, Tom? Now, how are you you're basing off a Metacritic score? That I'm going to leave to the imagination. <laughs> personal bias? Um, oh, no, if it's personal bias. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> if it's personal bias, it's not Bubsy. Um, the worst game featuring oh, no. a feline. I've choked it. Oh, chat. But I can't <laughs> get it now. I can't get it. There's nothing left for me to get. We uh, can draw. I'm going to say Dragon Ball, the one that we just mentioned. Oh, my God, it does have... Dragon Ball has a cat. Oh, but that's a new, I think. It's in Dragon Ball Super or something. No, 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 no. Old Dragon Ball, uh, you climb a tower, and at the top of the tower, there's a cat that trains Goku. So, the the, the Dragon Ball game. Okay. Uh, and that's it. Whatever the one that we mentioned before. Okay, well... If I was going to make a meme of it, it would absolutely be Bubsy 3D, but no, I wasn't. Okay, okay. Um... Disney's The Lion King, Simba's oh, oh, Mighty God, Adventure. Okay. Oh, so it's a draw. It is still a draw. It is still a draw. Now, I've got to come up with a very good... Oh, we can have a draw. We can just have a draw if you want to have a draw. No, we're going to have a... Yeah, I want to win. We want a winner. <laughs> we want a winner. Jay's been intimidated me so much. Oh. We're going to have a winner here. Okay. He just, he just punched a hole. He, he, yeah. had, he had people bring 
a slab of concrete in and he punched <laughs> the whole it. it and they wheeled it back out. I, I have asked this, I have done this thanks, question previously thanks, on the quiz, but of course no one will remember it. Right, um, right. What's the best rated game on the PlayStation 1 according to Metacritic? And what was the score? What was the score? I'm trying to think of what Metacritic would like. So. Tom. Tom. Resident Evil 2. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good guess. Uh, it was... Score was 97. Okay, Jay. Uh, Jay. This is my buzzer. Jay, not the game. The game is not Jay. <laughs> yep. Um, Unless, of course, it was Jay. No, it's not Jay. Uh, oh, is it another Dragon Ball game? Crash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what was the score? 87. Okay, so I'm going to start with you, Jay. Yep. Um, Crash Bandicoot came out in 1996, oh, so it does not count for Metacritic. No! And Tom, yeah, uh, oh, oh, he's really be gentle, gentle. We love the concrete. Um, so you were also incorrect with the game. Yeah, oh, so it's gone down to points. But with the score, like score. you were spot on, ninety eight percent. Jay, how many slabs of concrete do you have? And the game that got the, the highest rated score on Metacritic. <laughs> no, guys, wheel the fifth one back out. Okay. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. You know, that makes walking sense. Out. What? That makes yeah, sense. And if you, I know Tony Hawk himself rated the there's game. There's a pile of chairs in if the corner. You, <laughs> <laughs> um, if you really want a, um, a meta score of Resident Evil 2, I'm actually going to look for that now. It was now. pretty high. It, it did was, score I mean, pretty high. Tony but... Hawk, yeah, I, I, I do think that was personal rating oh, bias by him. 100%. By him. I okay. bet he, he influenced the score. He called you up Metacritic what? and said, you want money? He's like, yeah. 90. They're like, who are you? We don't even know you. You yeah. know what? So <laughs> despite being the highest selling... Despite being the highest selling Resident Evil game on the PlayStation 1, yeah. um, Resident Evil 2 finished at 89%, whilst the original Resident Evil finished at 91 They just forgot to... Be the best well, game. See, no, sequels can be good, but it doesn't mean the original wasn't. Exactly better. right. Kung Fu Panda 2. Kung Fu Panda 2 is amazing. Shrek 2. Shrek 2 is amazing, but Shrek, Shrek 2, 1 and 2 are completely different. Plenty movies. of 2s, but Tom, you walk away with the, the win. I do. And we're going, do. We're going to be going w. into. No, my first I didn't loss. need to intimidate you. I <laughs> didn't need any concrete you slides were very on wheels. That's okay. We're going to head into our next song before we close up shop. It is Snow Mountain by Kumu, remixed from Super Mario 64. You're listening to Player One on Sin with Connor, Tom, and Jay. Woo! A1 Bakery, Pledge of Alliance by Allegiance. Surprise. Allegiance. I'm short sighted. No, wait, it's Alliance. <laughs> oh, it's Allegiance up on there. Huh. Maybe there's two songs. Pledge of Allegiance makes more sense. It does. <laughs> Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, it also suggests that on my computer to correct that. Correct it to Allegiance. I'm going to do that. A1 Bakery, Pledge of Allegiance. Whoa. A surprise chef. Guys, if you're like me and you're wondering what did Adam Sandler do to be thrown away? What did, what did he do to deserve to be thrown in the bin? It wasn't even Adam Sandler's fault. We just kept messing with the cardboard cutout, apparently. I never did. No, people did. Yeah, because there was anyway, a post-it note guys. that said don't mess with the That's cutout. Enough. That's it's enough. A, we, don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't need to... I miss him, Tom. <sighs> me too. Guys, it's... Uh, it's a two past eleven on my computer. Nice, we've got we got it on the hammer, hammer on the head. We've been playing one on sin. If you like this show, if you like the music, if you liked our comedy, nice. our humor, nice, our funny bits, nice, our smartnessness, of, of course, of course. Uh, if you liked Connor, 
Um, I love if you Tom. liked James, <laughs> if you liked Jay, if you liked Tom. I love Tom. Guys, you should check us out. We're playing one soon on pretty much anything you can think of. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Whoa! You can just go check it all go out. Check it out. All of it out. If you don't, nothing will happen. This, has been, this is the end of the song. <laughs> this is normal, the, the show. It, it always is the end of the song. When we, when we start <laughs> talking... It's implied that there's no music. <laughs> we actually turn the volume down really low. We do, actually. There's still music playing. And we have to talk for the entire duration of at least, like, full-length songs. Because yeah. we can't skip the songs. Of course, yeah, you can't fun. come in halfway through a song. So right now, there's... Oh, I didn't expect What's that to this? be the song. It's, uh, I've Got a Feeling by the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> we got to keep talking. <laughs> they do have a feeling. Uh, <laughs> I've got a feeling that the show's going to end, guys. Uh, <laughs> when it gets to 11 o'clock, we get all goofy. We get all funny. We get all funny. But goofy, uh, uh Thank you for staying tuned with us. Thank you for enjoying and enjoying the show. Yeah, thanks for I've been watching and listening. Any final remarks? Yeah, um... Go play Bubsy 3D. Heck yeah. It's a good game. Go play Necograms on your phone by Hungry Sky in Western Lambs? Australia. Go play Coles of Land. That was last week I said that. To your, new effects, your new fixation is... As well, I forgot to add to my 2023 wish list is Solium Infernum by League of Geeks. Mm. This Australian game is coming out next year. My sister. My twin sister. Okay, it's everyone's like, well, like you're him. both in video games. Yeah, I'm on the radio about video games. She's in professional work. <laughs> You've voice acted, I'm sure, in something. Yeah, I have. Well, League Tom, of Geeks, reach out. Tom, you could you could uh, you could voice over saying goodbye to everyone because listen, we've got to go to bed. While you imagine me saying that, which I'll never do that, you can listen, guys, to "Reach for the Summit" by Lena Rain from the Celeste original soundtrack. That's a mega mix. It'll play out while we clean up the studio while yep. you guys get into bed. Uh, I just wanted to let you know uh, that I love you. And I love you guys too. Have a good night. Good night.